0: all right everybody this is s anthony thomas this is the s anthony thomas show thank you for coming back and my guest this time is jd crow award-winning cartoonist and political cartoonist you're going to love this conversation i had a great time he had a great time and if you stick here and listen you're gonna have a great time You trust me now, right? You've listened to the other episodes, and when I tell you you're going to have a great time, have I lied to you yet? Of course not, and I'm not going to start now. So, are you ready? Hmm? Of course you are. Let's do it. All right, everybody. I told you I like to have people on the show whose work I enjoy, whose work I dig. I've been following this person, this man on the show today on social media for a while. I've been enjoying his artwork. And finally, when I finally got this show going, I got him to come on this show. I love his work. So will you. And now I'm going to have the pleasure of talking to him. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. JD Crow, how are you doing?
1: Oh, very, very well. It's good. To, it's good to hear your awesome voice, yes, Anthony. We we follow each other for years, and uh, I've always thought you were an awesome dude. But man, you sound really good.
0: Well, thank you, good sir. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the funny thing is, is I've been uh, I've been looking at your work for a while, and it was really cool because I, I said, uh, even when I would see your work online and I didn't know it was you, I knew it was you. <laughs>
1: Oh, that's good. Well, I'm, yeah. So you need to, you need to, you either need to like it or hate it uh, quickly, just like a lot of my readers. <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> how how hard are the readers on you? Because you do political cartoons, and I know if there's somebody who has a different ideology, ooh, it gets bad.
1: Oh. You kidding me? I'm, I'm a, <laughs> I'm, I'm down here in the reddest state in the country in Alabama and I, I live in one of the reddest county one of the most uh, conservative counties in this big old red state and, and I'm I'm just trying to shine a light. I'm I'm a I'm like the lone voice. I and mean, I mean the people people that are smart don't talk up don't, don't speak their mind. If <laughs> it goes against the brain.
0: Because I, I well, I'm just, Yeah, I just imagine, because it's like, I, I see the cartoons and I know, and the thing is, they're very, very vivid pictures, very well done, and it gets the point across immediately. And I just, ooh, I just imagine, because you know, even when you're online, if you just say something that people don't like, you get, oh, the- <laughs> you know,
1: it's, it's, it, it's ridiculous. Uh, you know, in the past, up until the last, you know, what I'm talking about, the last two, two and a half years, uh, you could, I could, I could, I could draw a cartoon that would focus on it, focus on it uh, at, a, at a Republican or Democrat or whatever. I don't get caught up in party politics. I don't like party politics, so I just, I just take shots at characters. And uh, down here in this state, they all have. Plus the 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 rhetoric gotten so so bad that if we're if I'm holding a mirror to what's actually going on, it looks like I'm the mean one because I'm just I'm just showing you what's going on out
0: there. You know it, it's weird because I always thought when I was a kid, I used to watch politics and I got a kick out of it because it was really kind of the only time you get an idea of what the country was thinking. You know, it was the ultimate yeah. water cooler moment. You know? And now yeah. oof, social media the well, second first, you say anything.
1: Woo. No, no, if it, it's a firestorm. Uh, I, I had a little post the other day I thought it was just a funny joke. It wasn't even a cartoon, it was just off the hand comment and, and uh, boy it, it just it just lit a fire. Hmm. And uh anyway. But it's funny because we were talking about I was talking about this to some of my friends. Um you know, individually. If I get, if I get anybody one-on-one, you know, I come from people that I disagree with politically. Mm-hmm. And some of my best friends and some of my family, uh, I, we're in total opposites. But, but, I can get along with anybody. If we sit down and start talking, we're going to be friends, I think. Uh, but social media, it puts this, it's this wall up there to where you've got to pick a side and, and some of these people are anonymous. They're not even using the right names, especially on on the, I work for AL.com, their AL.com comment boards. You, you, you pick a, a fake name just like you can on Twitter and all these other places. Mm. And um, if you have to, if you have to own up to who you are, you're a little more simple usually. Um, but, uh, you know, I get people with these little fake, fake profile names and fake pictures and they're calling me a coward for, for telling the truth. So, <laughs> it's kind of weird. Yeah.
0: <laughs> they're calling you a coward <laughs> for creating work and putting your name on it.
1: They're putting my <laughs> name on it. <laughs> They're putting out there, and they call me a coward. You,
0: know? you coward in the newspaper in front of everybody oh, with your name and face?
1: Yeah. So, so some, some dude
0: that lives in his mom's basement with a tinfoil hat is calling me a coward. <laughs> <laughs> I just get a kick out of that. You know? I was wondering, because when you started doing this, well, here's what I want to ask you. what, One of my, okay. my grandmother... And some of my, my parents said it, some of my aunts and uncles said this to me. They said, what you were doing at, say, seven, eight, nine, ten is the thing you're supposed to be doing and the thing you really want to do. And at that age, I was doing something like this.
1: <laughs> <Right? Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> so, which is this. <laughs> That's exactly right, and I've been. I've been. That's, that's really interesting that you brought that up, and you say your your aunts and your your, your grandmas and stuff say that to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I came. I I have been talking about when I go to schools. Now, believe it or not, they let me. This is very disturbing, but they sometimes they let me go into schools and talk to school children. <laughs> and uh, and I'll I'll tell them. You know, so I say you know, my I get an earlier start. I, I said. Uh, I usually tell them, you, you pretty much are who you are at the age of five before the school systems get a hold of you. know, it's, it's great to go to school and hone those, uh, talents and learn how to speak well and write well and all that stuff. But the stuff you're doing earlier, I think five, four, five and six, mm-hmm. um, it's who you are. And the, the example I give is, of course, it's me. Uh, when I was, uh, a toddler, I mean, I was drawing stuff before I could, before I could even talk. Mm. My mom found out that, uh, she had a really good kid on her hands, and she just kept me, kept my pencil sharp. She would find paper for me to draw on. It was usually a, uh, an old brown grocery bag, you know, those big ones. Mm-hmm. She would, she would tear it, she would tear it down on the corners and lay it flat on the floor. And, uh, I would disappear into that thing. I had to start drawing. Uh, cowboys and Indians are pigs and horses, and I'd make up superheroes. And, uh, the only time that I got a little disgruntled was when my, my, my lead broke and my pencil needed to be sharpened and I just held it up. And she'd swoop, I don't know, she could be in the next county. She, my pencil would go up in there and she'd swoop in and sharpen that thing and go on about her business. I don't know what she'd do.
0: <laughs> That's calling a mom who knows, my friend.
1: Yeah. So, so, so I like, so I'll, I mean, I'll try to make this short, but I, I was, I did three things about the 85. The things I really loved were, were drawing pictures. And, uh, when I got a little bit, uh, I like could I go, we live way out in the country in Kentucky. I lived on a little farm up in Kentucky. And, uh, we had pigs and chickens and cows and stuff, but I was fascinated with the hogs. Mm. So, um, I would go out there when I, finished, when I, when I was tired of drawing, I'd go out there and recharge my batteries by, uh, go watching the hogs eat. I'd sit up there and, And if you ever you ever listen to hogs, if you get a bunch of them out there at the trough, they they kind of make their own music. The big old bodies slap against each other and the and the it's like the bass. Bump bum bump bump and then the 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 hogs are sloshed around in their slop and when when they start acting ugly they'll they'll squeal each other. That's kinda like a guitar solo. (laughs) <laughs> and I would just be fascinated by that so but, but, but when they start acting ugly then they, they start fighting on one another the third thing I like to do I like to go on like Exactly. <laughs> you know? So so I would wear back and I would I would build, I'd build strike after strike to and make it break sound. What When you, get out of line. <laughs> when you get out of line, I like to throw one at them, you know, and, uh, if I really nail one, you know, in the morning when they, when they do reading the paper or they see it online, I kind of feel like in the distance I to them you.
0: How quickly, if you get a really good picture in there, how quickly does the governor get in contact with you?
1: Well, um. Depends on the on the on the governor, the, the governors, and the, a lot of politicians. The old school, the old school politicians, had it figured out. Uh, you could really zing them, and they would call you right up and ask for that original. And they were <laughs> smooth talking for about twenty minutes, thinking that would just make it go away next time. Well, no, you just urge them to do it again. But what it does, it, it takes the once I find out somebody doesn't have a sense of humor about themselves, the ones that really take it take it personally. And they hate the cartoons. They're just going to get an extra dose. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So back in the old days, back, right, uh, uh, back in the old days, back in the old days, smart ones they would call it and want that original. I had, I had uh, uh, mayors and governors that had my cartoons all over their office. But nowadays they seem to be a little more skin
0: It's amazing to of, see it. It's amazing to see it because, I, I, that's the thing I was always wondering about. Because uh, when I when I was when I was going to call you, I was thinking about. It, I was like, I, I knew now I know that you had the drawing bug early, which I assumed. I assumed that because uh, that's usually when you artists usually know immediately on <laughs> you know what they're going to be yeah. doing. But and your mother was very supportive. She got the pencils out. She got everything going. She nurtured it but there comes a point yeah. when you move from a being a kid and you become a teenager and sometimes there's this uh, road that kind of drags you away from the art for a little while uh, yes and and that happens to a lot of people and then you kind of find your way back but when you got dragged away and I know you did because everybody does what yeah. was it that pulled you away temporarily just just the
1: good that. That was something that could be a career. I just never thought that would be a viable career, just drawing cartoons or whatever it was. I, I, I always felt like, oh, you're, you're right, I went to college and I said, okay, I like drawing, but you know, what, what am I going to do with that? So I, I was studying other stuff and I was thinking about going into theater. I was thinking about broadcasting. Uh, I thought I a, a job in radio would be awesome. So I, dabb- I dabbled in a few other things. and. You know, that's something i always done. So I, I did make, I wound up majoring in, in design. And uh, then I started thinking, well, I'm, I'm going to be more of a fine art. I'm going to be a, uh, I'm going to be a disturbed painter. That's going to cut off my ear and melt to prostitutes. But I've only got two ears and that's just too So I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: that, that definitely would have moved the, uh, <laughs>
1: <Yeah. laughs> that would have moved the needle. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, so back, you know, back in the days, thirty four years ago I, when I finally graduated I had it was before computers and even before online stuff and my my, my portfolio was, was this big old thing of big with these big old drawings in it and I'd love this thing around to advertising agencies and anybody would give me a, a portfolio review but I always kept my little cartoon doodle book with me and more times than not they'd be going through this big Buick of Drawings and paintings and stuff, and then somebody would grab my little doodle book and start looking through that and start laughing. And they said, dude, this is what you need to be doing, these cartoons, what you need. And I would just go, shh, like, You know, I, I can't get away from it, so. I never realized it could be a career until I actually got hired to do it, in, in a career. So, so, you know, I kept, I, like you said, I kept um, running away from it, but I, I kept coming back to it at the same time.
0: Yeah, it kind of uh, kind of grabbed you by the belt buckle and dragged you back. <laughs>
1: yeah, I want to hear more about your story. I mean, uh, so you've always liked to uh, be a comedian or talk and and uh, interview people and broadcast and be out there a little bit, huh?
0: It was always when I was when I, when just like we said a few minutes ago. Um, I always enjoyed conversations with people because I find people fascinating. Uh, and the more different for me, the better. (laughs) Which is why. (laughs) Because if, if I, if I actually brought my 10 best friends and I stood in the middle of them, your first thought would be, how the hell did that happen? (laughs) Oh, there you go. Where did you meet these guys? You know, these guys and ladies. And as a kid, it it was, it was, it's, I mean, it's, 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 it's a weird thing because I grew up in Philadelphia. So, yeah. you know, uh, I'm a black guy. I grew up in a black neighborhood. So the first 17 years, I had no friends of any of them or anything. Started doing comedy. And then all of a sudden, boom, 75% of my friends were everything that I wasn't.
1: <laughs> you Yeah. Like a patchwork quilt.
0: Yeah. It looks like a Benetton ad. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> that's what my friends look well, like.
1: It, mm-hmm. That's awesome. That's awesome. Uh, if you're, uh, I, I like, I love how you talk yourself a delicious chocolate genius. So I, I guess I'm the bitter vanilla dork. So I guess we're free
0: <laughs> well, well, there you go. You have just there been added to the Benetton picture. <laughs>
1: Excellent. Excellent! I love it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know. It, it it's really weird because I I I have, when you this is what I gotta know because I can't draw. I have relatives that can draw really well. Uh, I got the gift of having to use language. I'm really good with that. I can't draw anything. If you actually saw me, you know when you when you, the UPS guy shows up and you have to write on that little pad. Yeah. If someone was to analyze that, um they would go, okay, why did you let your grandson <laughs> 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 fill, fill this out? I don't have a grandson. I should say grandnephew. But I, I'm always fascinated by, you know, because I was watching some things about you online, and you were drawing a picture of the governor on a dry erase board, and you said you could draw his picture in your sleep. And I'm often wondering, what do you see when you're putting, you know, you, you're trying to make a, you're trying to tell a story in one picture, which is harder than doing it in uh, Twitter in 20, in 240 or 140, I mean, 280 or 140. Yeah. You have to do it in yeah, one picture in, in a sentence. Yeah. How? <laughs> what are you doing? What well, comes to, you,
1: what are you thinking? Well, basically, I think, we're, you know, it's, it's, Every day I ask myself the same thing. I don't know. I have to be returned every day. I start from scratch every day. I don't know what else is going on. Mm -hmm. uh, Or how I do this or that. I don't have a formula. Uh, uh, But basically, I guess, if I were a columnist, I'd write a column first and then spend the rest of the day trying to get the words out and put it into a picture. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of what I do. um, You know, it's kind of dangerous. Uh, What I've just recently realized within... Just barely recently that when I'm drawing someone's caricature like that governor you're talking about, he is one ugly, one ugly guy. I'm starting to look like the people I'm drawing because I didn't realize it that while I'm drawing it, I'm making the expressions where my face is actually contorting to the face I'm trying to draw. Mm. That scares the hell out of me. I'm starting to look more and more like these creepy governors. And
0: stuff. <laughs> well, <laughs> makes it easy to get closer but to them.
1: <laughs> yeah, maybe H has
0: something to do with that too. I don't know. You know, yeah, you know, the funny thing is, you know, now. Well, here's the thing. This, this is what I like to call problem solving, JD. Now okay. that you know, now you need, like, say, how many, how many uh, political cartoons do you do a week? Would you say, or a month? Oh, I, an average, average about four
1: or five a week,
0: Four or five a week. Okay. Now think of drawing these articles, drawing these pictures, these political cartoons as workout days. You know, like when they tell you to work out at the gym, you know, as you get older, they say, okay, you got to work out of the five days of the regular week. You got to work out three of those days minimum. Now, if you want to work on your looks three days a week, you have to draw a young Brad Pitt. (laughs) And <laughs> a young Russell Crowe, a young Hugh Jackman, and there just do go. that three times a week. Bam, problem solved.
1: There you go. You are, you are, you're amazing. Now, that's the best advice I've ever done. <laughs> <laughs> so the, the, the problem is, it will have to be a, a few reports out outside of my work day because I saw Alabama collects really ugly people. Uh,
0: well, at some so point, I'm going to have to do I'll, shows. I'll, uh, at some point, I'm going well, to have to do have shows to in Alabama. So I'm going to have to say, I disagree with you. I think they're incredible.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: the best looking people ever. And, uh, I think Absolutely. they're all fantastic. <laughs> Absolutely.
1: <laughs> they, but, 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 they, they, uh, I, I do love our voters because they give me lots to work. They, they always love to be the biggest papers.
0: <laughs> <laughs> job security, man. You know, if you actually had politicians that help people, first of all, um, that would be very rare. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You know, and (laughs) uh, they'd also, if you found that, they'd go, listen, JD, now that you found some helpful politicians, we were wondering, uh, could you help us find Waldo, the Loch Ness Monster, uh, D.B. Cooper?
1: (laughs) <laughs> well,
0: uh, we'll be back right after this short message. And now
1: back to the show. No, mind, mind, is exhausted these days. But I'll do what
0: I can. Now you you when you when you did, when you did when you said you studied uh the fine art and I saw your paintings now. This is something I'm curious about, because a lot of times when the, when people uh, have, you know, a, an art that they've pretty much mastered, they got their thing going and they begin and do the other thing. Like, say you played guitar or something like that, or you you sang or something along that line. You also paint. When you paint. Uh, what do you think? I mean, is it is it a vacation mentally from your normal day? From your normal political politics, <laughs> because like yeah, you don't get attacked in your paintings.
1: Yeah, pretty yeah, yeah, pretty much anything I do outside of the political uh, cartoons uh, is a vacation. And what I, what I've done is, uh, you know, I I, I I got to know you through Twitter, and when I was on Twitter a lot, uh, that's when I was writing a lot, and I was mm-hmm. actually drawing stuff that wasn't political a lot, mm-hmm. and so um, that. To me, was vacation, and then I learned uh, Twitter was a great writing tool for me. And then I could turn something—if if, if the, if the tweet was something about politics, more times than not, I could—I could, I could duh—I could turn that into my cartoon for the day. So I was accomplishing two sort or of three different things. So uh, after that, since that period, I, I had a pretty busy three-year period on Twitter where I accumulated quite a few pretty good tweets, I thought, and. A lot of time writing that stuff. Mm. They're also turning into cartoons a lot of, and, and, uh, and, uh,
0: Not nowadays. of sunsets?
1: Yeah, yeah. I know that's kind of weird, but at, at, uh, I live uh, pretty close to the bay here in Alabama. It's a really beautiful day and I can walk down the street, and there's usually a really nice sunset at the end of the day. It's kind of a nice payoff for dealing with politics. So what I, what I found out was, you know, I, I took a few pictures, and I never posted them or anything, and, and then one day where the cartoon I'd done earlier just really ticked off everybody. And so I posted a picture of this nice, friendly, happy sunset. And so my idea was, um, you're at me for the cartoon, Here, chill out, have a sunset. So I posted that. And then um, it got like, way more likes or got more attention than, than any the cartoons. So I started posting more sunsets. So that, that's been kind of my alter ego that
0: I'll be honest with you. I can't, see, I can't make fun of anybody that likes sunsets because And this, I'm going to admit this. I know a lot of people are going to hear this. Okay. (laughs) So, (laughs) all right. I'm going to throw myself out there. I actually, uh, did this. Oh, geez. Here we go. All right. I'm going to say it. I, uh, I got a new computer because my other one blew up and I spent two hours looking for just the right right sunset picture
1: (laughs) (laughs) to put on my screen. (laughs)
0: i I literally sat there going nope not enough nope not enough grass nope <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> not enough water <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> and uh and i also by the by the way the fact that i admitted this what i'm talking to you right now when this posts in a few few weeks okay I know sometime within the first two hours that it comes out, my direct messages, my email. <laughs> we're, we're
1: both going to be added.
0: Yeah, that, the, uh, my, my, Benetton, uh, my Benetton guys, all of a sudden, that's going to be the uh, vocal firing squad. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs>
0: I because I, 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 I know it's just like when you put out a, a cartoon there's got to be times when you, when you create and you're going as oh, soon as I put this out yeah, I know it's coming I know yeah, this is going to yeah. be bad I have to do it it's my job I'm proud of it yeah. I'm good at it but here it comes and you hit the send button <laughs> 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 and, and yeah, what is the one that really recently? I'll, I'll ask you about an early one, but one that recently, mm-hmm. like like we just described, as soon as you put that in, you're going, "Here it comes!" Here it goes. Yeah, what's the the most recent um, one that you you knew we we're getting it? Uh, well,
1: you know, anything about Trump? I, I, could, I could, I could, I could say <laughs> Trump just doesn't smell as nice as, as another guy. And the the Trumpers will come out and just, just, you know, just, they're just blind with anger. I mean, it was just crazy. I Uh, I think, I think the the one most recently that ignited them was, I I did one called the Igniter in Chief. It was just, it was just uh, Trump's thumb on his iPhone and the iPhone was also, uh, it was very visual. It was an iPhone. Okay,
0: how many seconds after you took your finger off the send button did the first "you suck" show up? That's what. I'm yeah, I, still got, I still
1: got the burn. I still got the
0: burn, baby. <laughs> I still got the burn mark. Because <laughs> no, I, no, no. I think for somebody like you that that does political cartoons, you literally your career is going to be pre-Trump, post no pre-Trump during Trump, post-Trump.
1: <laughs> well, kind of, you know, in a, in a way. But, but the thing about it is, my focus in uh, the last several years, my focus has been on Alabama politics, Alabama mm-hmm. politics. And Alabama politics is the only thing that knocks Trump off the ground for. You know, Jeff Sessions, Jeff Sessions got, he never heard of Jeff Sessions until he got, uh, but I was drawn Jeff Sessions for a few years. Roy Moore in the special election uh, last year, I've been having to deal with these guys for a lot of time, for a long time. And and it has been my job to keep everyone else from knowing who Roy Moore was, keep everyone else from knowing who Jeff Sessions was. And I, I feel like my job as an Alabama cartoonist is to keep these violence from jumping the fence and of in the rest of the country. When, come, when one or two of them gets out, I feel like I chase them. <laughs> well so I'm keeping these I'm keeping these guys at bay.
0: Well what I would say to you, my friend, is seeing as how you have a very zelig like ability to turn into who you're drawing. <laughs> I would uh, I would back up off the uh the Jeff Sessions pictures.
1: Yeah. I need to I need to I need to get I need to some more and some pretty things. <laughs> I
0: I would suggest just go back in the to do some art. Of, what you need to do is do a, about five or six hundred young Burt Reynolds pictures.
1: There you go. There
0: Now, when you put this book together, half half thunk thoughts and half fast
1: mm-hmm.
0: Yes, I know that had to be a lot of fun because the work was, you were kind. You kind of just kind of going through what you already did, and cultivating the best bits for the book. Yeah, but you've got to have I don't know six or seven quadrizillion pictures <laughs> at this point. And have you ever ever thought of just pretty much cataloging, you know, maybe everything you've drawn and just picking the best bits by decade or something like that. Yeah.
1: I guess, I guess at some point, I, I, guess, I guess, I I look, I look back at, uh, at some of the earlier stuff, and it, it, just, it, it just didn't, there's very few things I've, I've, I've drawn earlier on that I like anymore. Like, I can see where it was a growth period, and I can see the, the view was there, but I would have drawn it with it later. I'm not sure. I mean, I, I, that's a good idea, a good anthology of, of stuff, but I'm not sure at the point where
0: Okay, I just want to say right cool. now, since uh, that idea was good, uh, everybody, I want you to let J.D. know that uh, if he does this, at my insistence, <clears throat> and it's because they comes a big, gigantic mega-seller, uh, make sure that you demand I get my cut of said book. is because i I thought about it because when i see these things like like the book you were talking about because i followed that twitter page of this uh of that book i followed it because i wanted to look at the pictures i didn't know that that page existed i I follow your regular page obviously because we've been following each other for a while on facebook and on twitter but you know i I always oh wait a minute i read this something i read also State cartoonist, Yeah. statewide okay. cartoonist,
1: and that's the most ridiculous thing. i the mean, you know uh, when I first got into the business thirty some odd years ago. At that point in nineteen, I guess eight eighty two, I think, when I first got my staff job as a cartoonist for for, for a newspaper in Texas the for, for Fort Worth Star Telegram. At that point, they 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 hardly didn't know what to do with me. I was just fresh out of college, and I, I'd screwed up a few things. And um, I was a staff artist, but I, I kept drawing these stupid cartoons that kept getting them in trouble. So they at that point, there one of the cartoonists left, and they they shuffled me into the editorial cartoonist position, thinking I was just going to go for them. At that point, uh, most major cities had two newspapers uh, and two cyclists. I'm uh, running an evening cycle. And, and so some cities have four cartoons. Um, so when I first got in the business, there was 250 some odd editorial cartoonists. And now yeah. we're down to about 50. We're down to about one per state. And um, I'm the only one in Alabama, which, which is kind of crazy because with our goofy bass act actor politicians, a whole team of cartoonists could follow every one of these politicians around. <laughs> and they'd always stay busy. The fact that I'm the only one in this state is crazy. You know, I need to be an octopus. I need to to <laughs>
0: keep up with this stuff. <laughs> I'm a, I, I'm figuring something right now. Maybe I should ask you this question, JD, uh-huh. if that's your real name. First, there were a, a lot of cartoonists, and then all of a sudden, it was just you. Is there something you wanna confess right now on this show? If I dug up the front of your house, would I find six cartoonists in the front yard?
1: Damn it, yes, Anthony. No, you wouldn't find them in the front yard. I am a cartoonist cannibal. I did it for (laughs)
0: a (laughs) I knew it. Exclusive. (laughs) <laughs> I knew it. I knew this I, I, I actually I tricked you. I should
1: never
0: tricked you. See
1: with someone smarter than you.
0: See, this is what I'm talking about, J D. This entire time. I befriended you on Facebook and Twitter and the whole time I was setting you up. Yeah. Oh my God. I knew I'd find those dead cartoonists. <laughs> I knew I'd find them.
1: <laughs> you you're not the delicious chocolate genius, you're the delicious chocolate grim reaper cartoonist,
0: damn you. Oh, how did you get how did you know I was gonna change my Twitter handle as soon as this was over? Goodness gracious. <laughs> you got the inside scoop. Well you are in a newspaper, maybe you have some sources that <laughs> I'm <laughs> fetching <laughs> the information. Uh, now, what are your side uh, projects? What do you do when you're not drawing or painting? What do you do?
1: Uh, it seems like I get done. You know, I've trying to, I'm actually trying to be on vacation for a couple of weeks. I'm trying to figure that out. I, I hope to so maybe get a little real, like, fun reading done. Maybe that possible. I need to look out of, I was on a pretty good workout routine, but uh, I just need to get back to it because as the end of the year approaches, uh, um, I take on too many things. People want me to do this and do that, and Mm. I've run out of time to do what I need to do. So I think, um, bottom line, I'm very boring.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Not today, my friend.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm very boring. (laughs) <laughs> and, uh, I think, you know, I thought it was fun, i think that was fun. Uh, I, I do dabble in a little bit of stand-up comedy occasionally, not very often. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I know not enough to, to, to satisfy, you know, to, to be in the, the lunch with you. But, um my daughter was home for, uh, my daughter's, uh, uh, going to Auburn University. Mm-hmm. And she's studied engineering. And so what she's found out is, she's very funny. She's a very funny girl. What she's found out is, uh it was, she had an internship over the summer, and she stayed home with us. And she went to this internship job and she found out that all of her jokes were over the heads of these people that she was working with and she was mm. kind of lamenting her major. Mm. So she found a comedy club league mid- to get her uh, to that had a uh not it wasn't really a comedy club but they had a they had an open night night. Yeah. So it was really fun to go hang out with my, my daughter. I was cleaning up to go hang out with my daughter. Mm. And my wife and I would go accompany her and, uh, we'd go, uh, and she would have she one not and just threw it away. So she mm-hmm. and she's got some game. And that, I went up embarrassed her later on, but because I was such a bore, but, but now she's got some game. So that was fun, just hanging out with her doing some comedy. So in the future, it'd be comfortable more of that.
0: Ooh, that is, that's another one that'll, that comedy, stand up comedy. Once you get on the stage and you master the techniques, ooh, it's like uh <laughs> it's yeah. one of those things that you can't stop doing. You just can't stop doing it. And uh well, I
1: know you've got the dog and I'd love to hear you sometime.
0: Oh, oh. It's coming my friend. I'll be everywhere. Uh yeah. p- prepare to draw a cartoon of a beautiful man. Standing on stage with a microphone with people laughing. Yeah. Get that yeah. ready, J D. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, Looking forward to
1: that.
0: Yeah. So how does how does your uh how does your family deal with you know I mean, do they deal with any kind of backlash when you you know, when you draw these things? I mean do they have they ever been you know, have they dad, listen, um Maybe you should uh calm down a little bit, on uh, or honey. Maybe you should not. uh Yeah,
1: yeah. I would tell you this. I come from very conservative, good, really good, really good conservative people, but they have a really good sense of humor. Mm-hmm. And we brought up, we were brought up telling stories, and we didn't, we didn't talk a lot about tall turks, and we didn't get off on a lot of stuff, but. But my, my my dad and my mom both had great sense of humor, but they were mm-hmm. both very very straight. I've never heard my dad say a cuss word in his life. My dad's worst when he when he really had to let one go. It was an F word. You know what it was? Mm-hmm. Have you ever heard this expression? He would yell "Fit to us. No. it." That
0: no. No.
1: And he, only, and he only used that once or twice but I remember and and one time he banged his thumb with a hammer. You know, and he let's do it and that was as violent as he got. And another time uh I was I wanted him to catch me playing baseball up
0: person is not going to curse when they hit themselves with a hammer or see yeah. the truck damage. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. It's personal pain and a truck damage. <laughs> and the truck <laughs>
0: uh, if, you, if you're uh, not cursing uh, then, it's not going to happen. Wait a minute. It
1: ain't going to happen. No, a, what about
0: you? Happen. you? You throw those words out a little bit?
1: No, I can throw them out a little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. When I start doing what I do, Sorry. tell me, well, I don't, I really don't know what that means, but I can tell it's real. Mm. So, so that was like, that the best compliment
0: uh, I could get. They, they, they supported me throughout, and, and I know you got a lot of support with uh, whatever the hell it is you do. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's one of those things where, uh, you know, it, yeah, I, I guess I could say that, you know, because, but the thing was, I, I always was one of those people where, you know, I love the support, but if I didn't get it, I really didn't care. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you know like, I don't think you should do that. Yeah, that's nice. And yeah. going... well, good. That's a great answer. That's funny. I mean you
1: are resilient, man. You just do
0: it. Yeah. You're so smart. You should do this. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah. Oh gotta go to the club. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> they <laughs> think I'm smart too, but they think I'm smart and funny. So <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now I want to ask you this: you No, know, what 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 do you have going right now that you want everybody to know about? Because I'm going to put all your links to I'm going to put your links to your to your work and things like that in the uh, in the show notes. But what do you uh, I want?
1: Have, I don't want anybody to know anything about me now. Uh, <laughs> no, um, I'm. <laughs> <laughs> I work for, uh, I work for com, Alabama Media Group. Um, oh. uh, uh we we just developed a, we just developed a new brand off of com called Reckon. Mm-hmm. R-E-C-K-O-N. And our little Reckon, little team, our little Reckon team this year won a Phil Surprise.
0: Oh, uh, congrats. You're yeah, part of
1: extended, expanding the brand. Uh, is what we're
0: to do. So basically, you're part of a journalistic, journalistic Super Bowl championship team right now.
1: Well, kind of, yeah, yeah. And, and it's all in uh, you know, kind of like uh, the Alabama Crimson Tide with the a,
0: with a, the a the side of that. <laughs> yeah. I was, well, the only problem is now that you've uh you won this major award, it's now time for the infighting. <laughs> you know it's, the, it's time for you to walk in, and someone. I don't like these drawings. Okay, yeah. I don't care if you won some awards. That was last year, buddy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no
1: doubt,
0: no doubt. All the reason I say this because you know a lot of times right after the success comes, but the thing is. You could also be, and hopefully you are, more of a uh, like you said, Alabama Crimson Tide or New England Patriots type thing, where you just keep rolling and rolling and rolling rolling. and rolling. Uh, Yeah, but just don't don't put the uh, cameras in the other newsrooms.
1: (laughs) I've been in this business a long time, and there's been uh, there's been stuff that I I thought my colleagues, and I probably should have done stuff when we didn't, and Mm. so anytime you know anytime you learn something, you've got just enjoyed it. it. It doesn't make you any better than you were before. Um, and it doesn't make you less when you don't win. You you know, you're, you're sure Whatever it is, it, it's all subjective.
0: But, well, what I would um, say on your behalf, JD, is um, since you won recently <clears throat> uh, for the now until someone else wins, just say, hi, we're much better than you. Uh <laughs> Our win is the most recent. The hell with the rest of you, and <laughs> <laughs> just rub it in. Just wear a Pulitzer hat when you walk around. Walk around outside the yeah, other yeah, no, places I, and just I, say, "Yeah, yeah losers." I, I, yeah, <laughs> yeah,
1: we, yeah our, our man John ran the Pulitzer, but now yeah, we all became. <laughs>
0: we put the William team real quick after he. Was. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean you, the quarterback gets the chunky soup commercial. Okay? Yeah. But, yeah. you know, the kickers, the offensive linemen, they get in Gillette commercials, right? They get the car yeah. dealership commercials. You all get something, Dag Nabbit. <laughs> yeah,
1: I'm, I'm the i I'm on the side, like are the winners. <laughs> hey.
0: <laughs> hey, I'm from Philadelphia, and my hometown team won the Super Bowl last year. And I think maybe the only person that didn't get a ring was my nephew who moved to Texas. <laughs> I mean, they just kept they would it gave every it was like we finally won a Super Bowl for the first time in history. Everybody gets a ring. I know a guy named Bill Philadelphia who's not even from Philadelphia, and we're giving him a ring. You know,
1: <laughs>
0: uh, my friend. JD, uh, man, I just want to thank you, man. Our show has concluded there. I just want to thank, I was looking forward to this more than you know. I really was. Well, I've
1: been looking forward, Well, I appreciate that. And, and, uh, you've been, you've been a man of mystery that I've liked, um, regardless of the mysteriousness, but now you know, you're no longer a mystery, but you're as smart <laughs> as you can be. I actually really enjoy talking with
0: you. I, okay. It's now time to admit something also, uh, JD, now that, uh, now that we're here, wow. we've spoken to each other. I'm actually a Chinese woman. And it's time for people to know this.
1: <laughs> Hot. That makes you even hotter than me. <laughs>
0: okay, my friend. Thank you very much for sharing your time with me. I really appreciate it, JD. I uh, appreciate a lot of this,
1: Chanty. Uh, yeah, it was
0: yeah. a pleasure. Okay, my pleasure was mine, my brother. I'll talk to you later. Thank you. All right.
1: Thank okay. you. Bye-bye. All
0: right. All right. All right. I told you we're going to have a great time. Was that fun or was that fun? You know, I'm not going to let you down. This Anthony always takes care of his listeners. I told you I had a great time. You had a great time. And it's not going to stop because we're going to keep doing this. I want to thank you guys for listening. I appreciate you coming back every week. Thank you for telling everybody about the show. Much love to all of you. And I'll see you again next time. Thanks.